Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I am so excited to be back today with another episode for you. I took a little short break from recording because I went to go visit some family, but I am back and I am feeling recharged and I am ready to dive into today's episode. Now, today's episode is going to be different for me because I do feel like I'm going to be talking about things that normally I don't usually talk about, but I feel like it's really important to kind of shine light on how powerful this time in the world is. I'm talking about Pluto and Aquarius and what this means, what we can expect, what it's time to wake up to. And I want to make a disclaimer here because I am going to be talking about my beliefs and certain things that I'm noticing. And now I want to make it clear, I'm not telling you to believe everything that I'm saying. I'm not telling you to to think that like what I'm telling you is truth because as a human, as an individual, it is up to you to seek out whatever truth means for you. And we all have our own beliefs, our own opinions. I like to offer perspective and I share my perspective and you can take it or you can leave it. You're allowed to think differently than me. You're allowed to, you know, hear my perspective and think that that's just total bullshit. It's totally fine. But at the end of the day, I'm a huge believer in free thinking. I'm a huge believer in, you know, being able to make your own decisions, your own choices. You have free will. You're able to discern information and decide by listening to your intuition if it fits and works for you or if it does not. And at the end of the day, that's just what I aim for. So yeah, just keep that in mind. I'm not here to say like what I'm telling you is the only way to live. It's truth. It's whatever. I'm just sharing a perspective and you can choose to agree with it, choose to look at this perspective and then maybe question your own beliefs, whatever you want to do with it, or you can completely disregard it and turn off this episode right now. The same way, you won't think the same way, you have a different opinion, it's totally fine, okay? So that's just kind of what I'm saying and this kind of podcast episode is out of my comfort zone, but I told myself that you know, this year I'm going out of my comfort zone and I'm going to share my voice more and I'm going to speak up on topics that I feel passionate about and that I feel strongly about. And I feel like we're in a powerful time right now where there's an important shift that is meant to happen. And that's all that I'm trying to do is just bring light to that shift. Now, now in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about this major transformative transit that we have going on currently and what to expect and some tips. Now, the transit that I'm talking about is Pluto entering the sign of Aquarius. If you don't already know, Pluto has entered the sign of Aquarius for the first time in 225 years, okay? So, this is major. Pluto is the planet of transformation. Usually, it comes in to essentially deconstruct what is currently in in place and replace it with something new improved and better. It comes in to destroy the old. Um, It comes in to show you the manipulation. It comes in to get us to face our fears. And it comes in to really just knock out what's no longer working and replace it with something better. 
Now, Pluto had just been in the sign of Capricorn since 2008, okay? So, that's a long time. Pluto is a generational planet. It slowly moves, so it is a long transit. Capricorn is the sign of authority, discipline, structure, tradition. So, during this transit of Pluto and Capricorn, we saw a lot of those in authority positions get exposed. We saw a lot of the dark come to light and 2008 started off with a bang with the collapse of the housing market, which uh, eventually just led to this economic downfall, a financial crisis, so to speak, in the United States. And in 2008, I also feel this kind of started this whole movement of like hustle culture, maybe not right at 2008, but between 2008 and now, we essentially saw this movement of, you know, we have to work really, really hard to make a living, to be able to be successful. It was this, uh, this hustle culture that became a thing. And a lot of people in the U.S. had to work multiple jobs just to afford the bare necessities. And essentially, we all kind of became, what do they call it, like the rat race or whatever, where we're just workaholics and, you know, we have to have three jobs just to make it by and all of this. And there was really no time for rest. It was always like, go, 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 be productive, be in that masculine energy. And the thing is, is while a lot of like average people out there, right, were hustling while people on top, you know, just lived their life and didn't have to hustle as hard, so to speak. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't really know how hard they were working, how hard they weren't working. But essentially, we have this system in place here in the United States where those at the bottom struggle and those at the top just keep getting richer and richer, right? It's this this structure, this system in place that really needs to be demolished and rebuilt. And I think what's also happening is a lot of political corruption is coming to light as well. Pluto in Capricorn, I think, really shined a light on the fact that the current system in place is no longer working and that the government may not actually be for the people. And again, this is just my belief. I don't normally talk politics because I've seen what talking politics does, and that's the fear that I will talk about more as I go on in this episode, later on in this episode, but the fear of really allowing yourself to talk about your beliefs is crippling because people attack you if you don't think the same, and especially in politics, right? But we had a lot of corruption come to light with Pluto and Capricorn when it comes to the government, when it comes to big corporations, when it comes to, you know, celebrities, the rich, the famous. And as Pluto enters the sign of Aquarius, this is going to be brought to light even more because Aquarius is the sign of humanity. And I know in traditional astrology, I believe Aquarius is the ruling planet is Saturn, but in the more like new age astrology, I guess you can say, I equate Aquarius with Uranus, which is all about freedom, free thinking, creativity, um, being different, being unique. So I really do think there's going to be a huge movement, a huge shift where the power goes back to the people because for a while now, it has not been that way. Now, just like in 2008, when Pluto entered the sign of Capricorn, we started it off with an event that took place that kind of showed 
what to expect, right? The financial crisis, the house mark, the house marketing um, collapsing and all of that. Now, what's interesting is Aquarius is also the sign that rules over technology, social movements, uh, social media. And what happened when Pluto moved into Aquarius? We had that TikTok ban hearing. Okay, now this is really important to keep in mind. Now, and I know that this is a, a lot of people, especially those in the older generations, I think, in my opinion, aren't taking this TikTok ban thing seriously and they're not really looking at it from the perspective of the reality of why this is such a big deal. I think a lot of Gen Z and a lot of younger generations are actually seeing why it's a big deal. But what I've realized over the years is that the government has more control over us when we are divided, when we are filled with fear, when we aren't able to get along, when we're not able to communicate with one another in healthy ways, and when we choose to put each other into these boxes. For example, Republican and Democrat. And in my opinion, both sides whether you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, both sides have their own issues, right? Neither side is perfect in what they think or what they believe. There is corruption in both sides as well. And I see through the manipulation tactics that both parties bring to the table. And to be quite frank, the government makes me cringe, honestly, when I think about it, because I can see through the manipulation. And that's just my opinion, right? Because maybe you're listening to this and you're very strongly a Democrat or you're very strongly a Republican and you have really strong beliefs and views and, you know, who knows? Maybe you've gotten into fights with family over this. I mean, I know that's very common, right? You're not, you're one or the other. You're putting yourself in a box. You're one or the other. And if somebody else isn't the same as you, it's like, oh my goodness, I cannot be associated with you. This became a huge thing over the past few years. And I think it's because we are seeing so much of the manipulation coming to light in both sides, which we never saw before because social media was not a thing. Social media is what is bringing all of the corruption to light and what is causing a lot of the division. But at the same time, social media is also giving people a voice and is making people look at things from different perspectives. But at the end of the day, Democrats have their own agenda and Republicans have their own agenda. Now, where's the middle ground here? Because that's what I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find that middle ground. And I know a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like when somebody tries to find the middle ground. A lot of people want people to pick sides. They want them to be Republican. They want them to be Democrat. They want them to be, you know, thinking a very rigid, specific way. They don't want them thinking outside of the box. But guess what? That's just not me. I'm not going to put myself into a box to please other people. I'm not going to do that anymore. And I've used to do that in the past, but it's just not me anymore. And I know saying this will probably piss like a lot of people off. And that's totally fine. A lot of people want to put people in boxes. They want to say that you're this or you're that. The free thinking in this country has just been squashed for so many years. And to be quite honest, I'm a bit fed up with it. Those in power don't want us to be free thinkers because that does not fit their narrative. That gives them less control, which is the exact reason why both sides, Republican and Democrat, are wanting to ban TikTok. And, you know, it's not just to limit the free thinking, because even if you are listening and you hate TikTok, you think it's a waste of time, you think it's all bad and nothing good can come from it, which I can absolutely understand that there are downsides to it. 
just like all social media. Social media has its benefits, but it also has its toxic side. It's all about how you choose to use it, which I think should be up to the user to decide. But instead, what the government has wanted to do for so long is try to choose how we live our life or what we decide to do, even when it comes to our health choices and what we want to do with our bodies or who we want to marry and just so much more. It's all about power and control for them and getting everyone to think one specific way so that they can control us and the narrative. Now, what you also have to, you know, kind of remember here is that a lot of people in power they don't just care about control in that sense, but they also care about money. Money controls them. They aren't making money off of TikTok, so how is that fair for them? But what they like to do is use this scapegoat of saying, you know, China is selling our data, whatever else, but isn't it kind of ironic that every social media platform has these security issues and they all have our info, the phones you use, you know, you're putting your thumbprint in to open up your phone at times, you're using your face to open up a phone. Like you have to imagine here that it's not just TikTok. But at this point, what you have to remember is your info is out there every time you use social media or every time you're using a smartphone. At this point, I don't really think that it comes down to the whole security thing. What I really think it comes down to is money and control. And let me let me tell you why here. Okay, so what happened in 2020? TikTok blew up. It united people all around the world during a time that felt really scary, that felt really lonely, when we were all in isolation during lockdown. And do you know how many creative individuals were able to find their voice through TikTok? Reaching hundreds and thousands and millions of people. So many were able to quit their toxic corporate jobs to work for themselves, which is very Pluto in Capricorn energy. Now, I wonder how much that scared big corporations and the government. That people were not only leaving corporate jobs, but they were now making money on a platform that the U.S. has no control over. And there was so much corruption that was brought to light through TikTok. Perspectives that really opened the eyes of many. And I don't know about you, but I have learned so much on TikTok. Truly, things that I would have never learned before. I have come across so many creative individuals, beautiful, talented souls who have beautiful singing voices and artists and, you know, just beautiful spiritual souls as well. It's just incredible. It was incredible to see. And now, are there things on TikTok that are not led with pure intentions? Absolutely, just like anywhere else. But we as humans should be able to have the choice to decide what we choose to engage with and what we choose not to engage with. You know, banning TikTok would cost millions of small businesses and entrepreneurs in the US tons of money. They would lose a lot of clients. They would lose a lot of reach. Their voice would be limited. Connections will be lost. And I know to some, this sounds like such a small problem, right? Especially those who don't understand the big picture of it all. Those who maybe don't use TikTok in that way. Those who maybe don't use TikTok at all. But in my opinion, it's actually a lot bigger of a problem if you're looking at it from a different perspective. And in my opinion, it's just another way that 
shines light on a bit of the corruption and the fact that the government probably has not had our best interests at heart now for a very long time. And social media has helped to bring that to light. And now, like I said, this is just the beginning of this Pluto and Aquarius transit, right? This is the first event that is really showcasing what we can expect over the next 20 years. But between now and June 11th is the beginning of this transit and the beginning of powerful change and powerful shifts. And on a collective level, we need to start coming together rather than tearing each other apart over the simple fact that we don't always think exactly the same. Aquarius is all about individuality. So having Pluto in Aquarius, it's time to embrace individuality and work together as a collective to bring harmony back into life. Because this whole division thing, it has to stop. Because that's what those in power want. To divide, to conquer, to get us heated, to get us mad. Because they know that when as a collective, we are all working together and seeing through their bullshit, that is when they lose control over us. And that goes with fear as well. It's a manipulation tactic, and it's been a manipulation tactic for many. You want your children to do what you want, right? So what did a lot of parents do? They used fear tactics. You scream at them, you yell at them, you make them fearful of you, so they'll listen to you, so they'll never do it again. You use guilt to get them to listen to you. Well, if you don't do this, then X, Y, and Z will happen. In marketing, if you want things to sell, People often pry on others' emotions. Hurry, buy this now. The sale only lasts for six more hours. And then people are like, oh shit, I better you know, act fast or else I'll miss out. It's that fear that gets people to act. So if there's something that the government wants you to do, what do they usually do? They use fear to get you to do what they want you to do. And what headlines get the most clicks? those that make you fearful. Oftentimes, people aren't wanting to hear about what's going right. They tend to be more concerned about what's going wrong or what they should fear. We, as a collective, have been living in a state of fear for far too long, and we have also been living in a state of division, dividing each other into these boxes rather than embracing one another's individuality. And in politics, it's actually gotten to a disgustingly gross point on both sides, the hate, and then you say, oh, I'm a Republican, or oh, I'm a Democrat, and automatically everybody labels that person as someone who has all the specific beliefs that a Democrat would specifically have, or all the specific beliefs that a Republican would typically have. But the truth is, I know many people on both sides and they don't all agree with every single belief that the party of choice stands for. So why do we label people in such a way? I just think that there is so much change in all of these systems that need to take place and for people to start looking at things from a different perspective and choosing to lead with compassion rather than hate. And that's something that I'm really hoping to see during this transit. But, you know... (laughs) Enough about the political aspect of all of this transit. I just really wanted to bring that up because we started off this transit with the whole TikTok ban situation as one of like the main things that I'm seeing in social media right now. Um, And again, it really depends on what you engage with, right? Like what you engage with is usually what social media is going to show you more of. So take a look at your feed right now. What is being shown to you? And do you enjoy what's being shown to you? 
I had to start going through my feed and being like, okay, see less, see less, see less. Because some of the things that I'm seeing, I'm like, I don't want to see this anymore. Like, show me less of it. But now let's kind of talk about what else this transit may mean for us. Like I said, it's going to be really important to embrace your individuality. I do believe that those who are embracing their individuality and creative talents will rise up during this transit. There will most likely be a ton of technological advances during this transit and perhaps even talks of, you know, aliens coming to the surface. Uh, You'll see a lot about like AI and things like that. You know, I think they already, I, I saw an article the other day about how out in like Denver, Colorado, I think it is. They have a McDonald's opened up that is all robot basically and like no workers or whatever. So things like that could start happening more. And I also think that there could be possible revolutions. The last time Pluto was in in Aquarius, we had the American and the French Revolution, for example. So I think it's going to be important for people to start seeing each other with the perspective that we are all one because it's so easy for us to put other people on a pedestal, right? You see it all the time with celebrities. Dang, like the amount of celebrity drama and gossip and, you know, fans obsessing over celebrities and just it creates such toxicity And I think there's going to be a continuation of, you know, the dark side of celebrities, the film, the music industry, big tech, big corporations, politics, the rich, the famous coming to light, being exposed, and hopefully the collective waking up to the manipulation that we've been force-fed for so long. Now, what can you do on an individual level and how will this transit affect you individually? Because truly, Pluto will affect all of us, but in different ways. It really depends on the house in your natal chart that is ruled by Aquarius. That will show you what area of your life will be affected the most by this transit, as well as if you have any planets in the sign of Aquarius especially. I shared on my Instagram what this transit means for you according to your rising sign, so be sure to check that out for more information specific to your rising sign. But ways that you can really embrace and transform through this transit would be, you know, one, letting go of the fears that you have around expressing your individuality. I believe that over the past, you know, few years especially, we have all been conditioned to kind of censor ourselves, to shut ourselves down due to this fear of judgment from others, especially when it comes to our beliefs or our individuality. Because these past few years, it's been, well, you know, if I don't think the same way as the majority, then that makes me a bad person or I'm in the wrong or I should not speak up because then I'm just going to have everybody jumping down my throat, trying to get me to think the same way that they do. You know, we've all been conditioned to believe that if we don't think the same as the majority, that it makes us a bad person and we should just be ashamed of our beliefs. In my opinion... As long as you are being a kind, compassionate person, leading with compassion and love, because of course there's there's a limit, right? But it's all about being a decent human. And we really have to get out of the ego of, you know, my way of thinking is the only right way of thinking. My way of doing life is the only right way of doing life. And we also kind of need to get used to 
new perspectives, right? Because Pluto and Capricorn, Capricorn's all about tradition. So during that transit, it was like this this war between um, traditional thinking and then non-traditional thinking, I guess. And when people went against traditional ways of thinking, a lot of people were wanting to shut that down. But again, I think it all comes to, okay, when it comes to your beliefs, are you leading with a compassionate heart? Are you taking in consideration those around you? And are you just a kind, decent human being? If so, then what's wrong with thinking differently? What's wrong with doing things a different way than the norm, right? Because society, it's when you go against what society society's norms are, that's shocking to a lot of people. And people are quick to kind of point that out because our ego's like, well, that's not normal. Our ego's like, uh, wait a minute, and then automatically jumps to this conclusion of, well, that makes you wrong, whatever else. And again, it's it's all about the ego here, and it's all about, like, people so badly wanting to be seen as right and thinking that it's their way and that's it, and not questioning the traditional way of doing things and not being open to new ways of doing things or new perspectives, And I think that it's really time to work through these fears that you may have when it comes to expressing yourself and your individuality to really honor free creative thinking, to really do your best to unite and bring harmony rather than fear and division. I also think that if there's a creative project that you've been wanting to start, but maybe you've been too afraid to, now is the time to do it. If there's an online business that you wanted to start, now is the time to do it. Social media is going to be going through major transformation during this transit, and we just have to be mindful of the manipulation and fear that we see on social media because that's also going to be coming to light. The fact that the media is constantly trying to control a narrative and paint a picture, it's time to wake up to the fact that what you see online is not always truth and that the media always has an agenda, that there is corruption and manipulation online, that more times than not, things can easily be taken out of context and skewed to fit a specific narrative. And those in power will most likely try to control social media more during this transit. But as the collective starts waking up to this and starts to see through the manipulation, that's when it may backfire on them as many will fight for their right to free speech and to individuality. It'll also be important to start going within and doing your own shadow work. Reflect on your current belief system. Where do your beliefs stem from. Don't be afraid to question the traditional way of thinking and then start recreating your own belief system. Reflect on how you can bring more compassion for humanity into your own day-to-day life. How can you unite rather than contribute to the division? I also think that it's a great time to create more loving communities because Aquarius also, you know, represents community finding your own community or creating a community, coming together as a community. These are huge themes. Maybe you want to create your own community of like-minded souls where you talk about your passions together, or you want to start a YouTube channel and grow a community on there. Again, social media, online business, online communities, it's a great time to work towards this because Pluto and Aquarius I think, contributes to growing online communities. And work on creating those connections and really just networking while putting yourself out there and embracing your individuality. I also find that it's time to improve your way of life, especially when it comes to how you work. 
Having Pluto in Capricorn, it had us all stuck in this belief that we had to work really, really hard to be successful, that we had to drain our energy and have little to no time off. But with Pluto in Aquarius, I think that it's going to bring a little bit of relief. I think you may not feel as if you need to work as hard. You'll find ways to work smarter, not harder. You'll want to advocate for better work environments and more time for freedom rather than feeling confined and restricted due to your career. You'll find that beliefs and your values are changing a lot. And even as a society, what we once believed to be true, we're now realizing might be outdated. That we have been force-fed how to think and that that way of thinking is really only benefiting those on top right now or that that way of thinking is just outdated. So how can you improve your life so that you are no longer burning yourself out and draining all of your energy? What daily habit shifts can you make to improve your way of living? These are all things to consider and this transit is going to make many uncomfortable, especially those who are extremely rigid and very traditional in their way of thinking. There's going to be so much individuality just shining through that I believe many, especially older generations, may not really understand and egos are going to want to push back. But again, it's all about getting over the fear of being misunderstood, being unliked, and essentially getting over the fear of being different because it's okay to be different. It's okay to go against the norm. It's okay to go against the grain. It's okay if you choose a less traditional path. The belief that you can't be unique and different, that's outdated. And those outdated beliefs are going to start being questioned and broken down and new beliefs for the collective are going to start taking its place. So get ready because 20 years from now, life is going to look extremely different. And this is just the beginning. So pay attention to what unfolds for you between now and June 11th because that is just a very small preview of what you can expect over the next 20 years. So I hope that this episode was not off-putting and that I was able to come across the way that I intend. Yeah, this is this is different for me. It's out of my comfort zone, but I'm ready to embrace that. I'm ready to speak up more about my own individuality, my own beliefs, and yeah, sometimes I don't have the traditional societal norm, normal way of thinking, but I'm just embracing that at this time, and you really should too, especially if you're feeling similar to me. Oh, maybe some of you resonated with my thoughts and how I'm viewing the world at this moment, but I am wishing you all nothing but the best. I have so much love for you guys, and I really appreciate you guys listening with an open heart and an open mind, and I really hope to connect with you further as we continue throughout this year and into the shifts that are happening within the collective right now. It is crazy times, but I truly believe at the end of this, there is a brighter future ahead. So I'm sending you so much love. Until next time. Mm.